You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. So today's real crime story is about 12-year-old Courtney Sconce of Sacramento, California. November 8, 2000, a fisherman was by the Feather River and noticed a man curled up trying to hide. He was naked. There was a girl next to him, and she was half naked. The fisherman made eye contact with the guy, and he took off. The girl was dead. The fisherman ran after him with a gun. The guy was tall and thin, and he managed to escape. The little girl's face was blue. She was strangled to death. While the guy was fleeing, he dropped a sock, sunglasses, and a blue Adidas visor. And there were two sets of footprints. They started in the parking lot area and led to the water's edge. One set belonged to the little girl, and the other set belonged to the suspect. The little girl was sexually assaulted. She was reported missing. She told her brother she was going to the market, which was close to her house. The police put a description of the suspect on the news. One witness saw a black BMW parked in the parking lot. The witness described a young guy between 18 and 25 years of age, thin build, and a young white girl with dark hair walking away from the car. The witness passed by the parking lot a couple of hours later and the black BMW was gone. There were two sets of tire impressions at the scene, which confirmed what the witness said. Two girls, two of Courtney's friends, saw a black BMW driving by and slowed down to look at them. The police put together a list of all the black BMWs in the area. Investigators find the stores that sell blue Adidas visors. Three stores within the Sacramento area do. One was out of business. One filed for bankruptcy, which left one store. They got a list of the purchases made and looked at the ones purchased by males only. The suspect is 19-year-old Justin Weinberger. He was exchanging child pornography with an undercover police officer. The police examined Justin's computer and they found numerous images of preteen girls on Justin's computer. His mother owned a black BMW. The police went to his house, but he wasn't there. The police learned that Justin fled, but he was apprehended in New Mexico for trying to break into a liquor store. He was caught by surveillance cameras. The police searched his car. There was a pair of shoes and the imprints matched the ones found at the scene. They also found police articles about Courtney Sconce. His DNA was a match to Courtney's DNA. He confessed to killing Courtney. It really never would have happened if the FBI had never come to my house. The way my dad was talking, it may have seemed like my life was over, you know. So I had to do something that's worth going to jail for. I figured that, I don't know, I was... I kind of, I kind of, I don't know, I never sex with the version of you. kind of fantasize about that. Like, I'm driving off like an hour or so, around half right. Um, no school, their school let out. Um, I'm not sure if we're let out, but there's just a lot of kids out and about. He was walking 
tourism until she was still on her way to her house. And I honestly thought I offered her a ride home. Did you ask her to get in the car? I told her I had a gun, which I did. And just to get in the car, you know, and come with me. And so that's when she, she got in the car. She wanted to know, like, where we're going. Um, I, I, I didn't know where we're going, you know. So I didn't really tell her anything. We went to a sex spot that wasn't, wasn't by the water. What happened after you had sex with her then? We walked like towards the river and like sat on top of the levee, just like looking at the water. I guess someone told me that if I won't get away with it, I would have to kill her. And I remember just like looking at her with my hands talking her. She was obviously already gone. I was looking at the clouds going by. The impending charges for child pornography led him to abduct and kill her. He drove around and saw Courtney. He stopped and offered her a ride home. He told her he had a gun, even though he didn't, and she was scared, so she got in the car. He drove to a remote location to assault and kill her. They walked towards the river, and then he strangled her. That's when the fishermen saw him. Justin Weinberger was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. This stuff is really scary. Like I constantly tell my children, if you are walking home from school, and a car approaches you do not stop and talk to anybody you don't know them don't stop don't approach the car just keep walking or run and make as much noise as humanly possible that's what i tell my children he was caught with child pornography and his father told him that this could ruin his life and apparently he tried to kill himself but was unsuccessful. So he decided, well, if I'm going to go to jail anyway, I might as well go to jail for something that's worth going to jail for. That is what made him decide to kidnap, rape, and kill a young girl. I mean, that's just disturbing. He is definitely disturbed. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's True Crime Story. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. And if you are a true crime addict like me, check out my store, crystalkiss.com. That's crystal with a K for some murder merch. Start killing it with Crystal Kiss murder merch. Also, check out my YouTube channel, Crystal Kiss, for more real crime stories. Check out my other YouTube channel, Wendy Boo, where I like to play games like Among Us and Roblox, and sometimes with my daughter. Also, check out my brand new YouTube channel, Puppy Planet, all about our dogs. So check it out. Thank you so much for listening. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Bye.